songs. <laughs> Welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, this is Why Mommy Drinks. I'm Betsy Stover. And I'm Amanda Allen. Hi. Hi. This episode, oh, I'm so happy and excited. We are joined by, um, uh, I mean, we don't get a lot of triple threats on the show. Uh, uh, he's a Broadway uh, uh, actor, singer. He's a big fucking deal. You know him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he was on American Princess with me. It's Rory O'Malley. Hi. Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah. I'm so happy you're here. Yeah, yeah it's been a long, long time long in the making. Time. We've been talking about it for a while, but I'm ready. I'm ready to share my <laughs> parenting horror stories. <laughs> Terrific. Uh, so... I have three kids. They're all boys, nine, seven, and three. Uh, I have three kids. I have a boy who's eight and a half, almost nine, and twin six-year-old girls. I like how you said that, like, almost to be like eight and a half, almost nine. Like, <laughs> like, it's really gotten, just, oh, just my God. Put oh the rest God. of that time in a box and <laughs> throw it in a lake. I give up. He's nine. <laughs> Time is a construct. He's uh, it's time to move out. Yes. Uh, and Rory, what have you got? I have one son who just turned one this week. <gasps> oh, happy yes. birthday. Yeah. It was crazy. Crazy. <laughs> we had a, a party at the house that was mostly just to celebrate us that yeah. my husband and I got through the first year. And That's uh, what a first birthday yeah. really is. They don't yeah. have any friends. No. They had no, no. say. He had no say. Um, but we did get him like a <laughs> smash cake and there was, there was like lots of beer, lots of cake and, um, tacos. Mm. That was the theme. That's Just a, a lot of tacos. <laughs> we hired someone theme. to like make tacos yeah. for us yes. and they were so good. And I was like, honestly, this was what was getting me through some of those late night feedings. It was just knowing I'm going to get whatever I want on that birthday, that first year. Yep. Yep. Crossing that finish line. I mean, no, we're not finished. Well, so but. <laughs> we're all done now, right? Yeah, right. One we year, we did, did it. it. Now it's tacos. Easy. It was done. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing, uh, and for our listeners in LA, a lot of the parties, oh, yeah. they have, you can have people come and make tacos. It's not like, um, like Taco Bell tacos. Right. Or like, oh, you no. know, like, Which would have been okay too, be, actually. Okay. But. Or Del Taco. We'll so, take any kind you know, of did they right. did like, they come and cater it? Did they come in a truck? Um, they brought a truck, but they set up a table yeah. um, with like a, a gas um, grill. Yeah. And his name is Sergio, and I highly recommend him and his company. He was phenomenal. He what was for the three name? Three hours. Uh, I wish I had that name. <laughs> Sergio's Taco. Uh, my husband was in Sergio's charge tacos. of getting the tacos. <laughs> But I highly recommend it. Just Google Sergio and tacos, and I'm sure you'll find him. Um, Good luck with that. Those search terms. Um, <laughs> oh, no. I'm sure there are. Just many, do a regular search, not an image search. He, but honestly, like you know, like the stress of just like having people over when you have yeah. a kid. Yeah. Just when we have one person at a time coming to visit, I'd be like, oh god, but. I was so nervous that we were going to have this party and we just moved into a new place. Oh. And so I, we've been living in like a, a smaller place and he start and Jimmy started walking at nine months. Oh, wow. Um, 
That's my son, not my husband. Okay. Um, he's been walking <laughs> nine for months into our relationship. Yes, yes. He just started walking. Started walking. <laughs> um, no, we uh, we just needed more room, and because yeah. because grandparents, his parents are from Indianapolis, were staying for extended periods of time. We needed an extra bedroom, so we just moved, and so it was kind of like a a housewarming yeah. slash Jimmy's first birthday party. It was Did awesome. It, go well? it went so well. Okay. Yeah. Sergio and his tacos. Oh, it was great. So, yeah, we moved to a new place a little bit bigger and had a, had a kick-ass party for That's a one-year-old. Awesome. Yes. Did people, were people in the house or just out in the yard? We had both. We had, we have like this nice little patio area. So we had all the booze out there and all the cake inside and, and Sergio had his own little corner and he was like, everyone loved him. And um, it was great. It was, it was awesome. perfect. And then... Um, we went to Disneyland, oh. which we debated for one full year if we were going to go to Disneyland. I was all for it. With Jimmy? <laughs> we left him. <laughs> no, we bought him. I mean, him. I wouldn't blame I know, I know. We, everyone was like, it's funny because people have such specific feelings about bringing kids to Disney, when to do it. Yeah. And everything. But I... I wanted him to go with my mom when she was in town. I was like, she's never been to Disneyland. And <gasps> she saw Walt Disney on TV when he opened Disneyland yeah. gates. Right, I mean, right. I've heard this story a few times. <laughs> so I was like, she's never gone. I was like, let's just go. We don't have to have any expectations. If he cries, we'll just go. You know, like if yeah. it's terrible, we'll just get one yeah. picture. You know, like I don't care. That is it's a just great like once in a lifetime thing. To have. Yeah. Right? He was amazing. The whole day he he pulled through. He was a little skeptical of some things, but we met Mickey. <laughs> I would like to know what this one year old was skeptical of. He was about. skeptical of like the Mary Poppins band walking through the town. He oh. was like, What the hell? Are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> I am too, though. Honestly, when I they go by, what's going on? <laughs> Find an, a corner. <laughs> then they like got on the carousel, and then they're like, "You're you're find a stage, pick one." I hope it was just like their clothes are old. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what I is mean, the word was... an- anachronism? Oh, I think oh, I'm the- having a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. What is the word anchor I don't I don't I, fish? I don't know if I want to get Abercrombie. Yeah. I don't want to get in the swamp with you because I won't I won't survive either. And I <laughs> oh, What are you trying oh, to shit. talk about? Anachronistic? Anachronistic. Chromatic chromatic? <laughs> I think I'm saying something in music. <laughs> you know like what? A chromatic scale. <laughs> You're saying like different colors? An- no. Or different. And uh just forget it. It means like Anna It's Anna <laughs> When you're recording a podcast and yeah. something like this happens, don't you think there are like a yes. thousand people screaming yes. the right So good for you. Yeah. You know what yeah. she's trying to say. You're <laughs> smart. Congratulations. Antichrist. Ah, whatever. A lot of this show is us saying the wrong thing. <laughs> <laughs> they listen to it and they're like, yeah, Dick Van Dyke. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he oh. was um he was thrown off by some things. But overall <laughs> he loved it and it was great. And he met Mickey Mouse and gave him a big hug. <gasps> that was so cute. Yeah. I'll show you the video. Dream later. achieved. Really sweet. Yeah. It was great. So we nailed it. Done. We finished. Never going back again? <laughs> Never going back again. <laughs> I'm sure he'll remember it forever. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. 
I just remember some weird people on a yeah. merry-go-round. He's already forgotten it. It was, you yeah. know, two yeah, days yeah, ago. Yeah. Gone. Doesn't remember a damn thing. Because it's one, so everything's yeah. pretty, no. like, you go to Trader Joe's, and he's like, whoa. whoa. <laughs> well, <this place. laughs> we got a hotel room, because I was like, if we have meltdowns throughout the day, and we got to the hotel room, and he found the box that the soap came in from the bathroom, and he was so happy. I was like, you should just stay here. <laughs> what do we need to go? Hey, a ticket down the street. Like, yeah. we did it. Yeah. He's thrilled. <gasps> it's paper? Yeah. It's yeah. in my hand and it smells nice? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because he's the age, too. At Christmas, you can just give boxes. Yes. Like, yeah. it's just like, oh, look yeah. at this box. Yeah. This one's small. This one's big. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. He, he totally yeah. wants the paper he can put in his mouth. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh... <laughs> So here, I'll tell a little story yeah, of something. Uh, this, this. Uh, so okay, so my dad and my stepmom were visiting, and on the very last night. So first of all, before they came, they were like, uh, my stepmom was like, and make sure you plan a date night because you two are gonna go out. And we'll watch the kids. And I kept waiting. I I should have been more assertive and been like, okay, so on Sunday night we're gonna go out and you're gonna watch the kids, right? But I never did that. I was kind of waiting for them to offer. Uh, um, maybe, uh, maybe I shouldn't have had to. I shouldn't have done that. I should have just been like, "You said we'd do this, and so now we're gonna." Yeah. So I shouldn't have been such a weenie. Um. So on the so that never happened. So on the last night that they were yeah. here, they had to say good night. They had to say goodbye. Um, when they went to bed because they were uh, they were gonna go to school. Um, they were gonna get up for the bus before my uh, family woke up to get to the plane. So when they got home from school, they'd be gone. So at night we do, instead of a book, now we do a dance. And people choose a song and then they dance to it and you must watch. Yeah. I've talked about it before, but they, they dance, like a, whatever they're doing, you must watch them. You cannot break eye contact you if you look Irish jig yeah, you have I to do it I say <laughs> is this is my mom involved with this yeah. <laughs> oh my god wait was this before we started taping yeah. oh can you yeah, tell them it? oh yeah that fill them in that my mom always had me perform for people like saying <laughs> when you were dance, a child sing Irish songs and <laughs> Irish step dance and I didn't take any lessons I'm just that Irish it's so funny it's so funny. I love it so much <laughs> do it do oh my god that's like a good friend of mine, Nick Stevens, uh, who lives in Boston. If you know him, hello. Um, so my friend Nick Stevens, he I watched some old like home videos that he and his brother posted online of his mom, and his mom was always like, "Nikki, say something funny." Uh. <laughs> it was like so cringy. It was like, "Oh, no. poor Nick. Yeah. yeah, that's why he is the way he is." My mom yeah. would be like, "Can you do that monologue where you cry?" Really? At like parties. So oh like she'd God. have everybody stand, and she's like. Do that monologue where you cry about like being wow. beaten up behind a grocery store. Oh, jeez! <laughs> it was oh just like I would always be like, no, no, I don't want that's This isn't. It's not for this. It's not. For Read this. the room, you mom. It's just funny. I'm like, oh my god, that's crazy. Or like, I would never do that. And now I'm like all day today. I'm like, Jimmy, say hi. Yes. Yeah. Wave hi. Yeah. Wave hi. Yeah. Why aren't you yeah. waving? Oh, he doesn't like to perform. Yeah. He doesn't when I don't ask. But now when I'm, you know, it's like, yeah. I know that's where it starts. Well, I'm like, Emmeline, can you say that again? But this yeah. time on the camera. The video. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Oh. She's like, go away from me. Yeah. <laughs> Make, cry. Can you cry right now? <laughs> 
the monologue exactly the same. Exactly the oh same. my god, that reminds me of those monologue books you would have to get yeah. when you were like a young actor. Oh, yeah. yeah, monologues and for women. The monologues yeah. for women in the nineties. They were all about being assaulted yeah. or getting oh an abortion. <laughs> oh my god. Or it was uh, 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 the Neil Simon. All, uh, what is it? The Bronx. Uh, Anyways, a, br- it's a, a Bronx it's tale. A yeah, uh-huh. it's always like. Anyways, let's keep going. What? No, I mean it's always like, like I'm a lady with an accent. Yes, and I'm pretty funny. Mom, I'm important too. <laughs> like, <it's, laughs> like, I auditioned for NYU Drama School with a Neil Simon yeah. monologue. So yeah. there you go. They're all yeah. And it was like, oh my god, you know. Yeah. yeah. What is that? What is the play I'm thinking about? There's like the there's like the very famous one, Lost in Yonkers. Oh, oh okay. yeah. Yeah. I I just remember the that's the one with uh, Mercedes Rule the in movie, the movie, yeah. right? Yeah. That she's so good in that. She oh my is god. Good in that. Uh watch that movie everybody. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, anyway, where was I? So, yeah, everyone has to keep eye contact with oh, right. I don't make them dance. <laughs> they, they, I, at this point, I'm like, I wish we could read a book. Make them dance and look at you. <laughs> Do an Irish jig, stare in my eyes. So, yeah, so I can't look anywhere else. I have to make, make eye contact with whoever's dancing or else I get yelled at by the dancer. So uh, so everyone has a dance. And I, I feel like maybe Rex didn't get his dance because he acted he was he was like being a jerk so he got maybe his dance uh, taken away um anyway rex is my nine-year-old okay so then so everyone does their dances and then odie my three-year-old is like i want a book and i'm like oh odie we you already did your dance like the rule is you can choose a book or a dance but it's not fair for you to have both um because because fucking everyone will want both and then we'll be up here until 10 p.m. And I just can't. I need to go and have a martini. <laughs> um, OK, so I mean, want. Um, so <laughs> we uh, but he like whines and cries and whines and cries. And we're just like fucking fine. Yeah. Fine. You can have just go uh, fine. Um, and I don't even read the whole thing. I think I read like two pages and then I'm like, OK, the end. And he's like, great. Uh, cause he's three. Um, but then my son Ajax, he like wants, he also wants a book or like another dance. And we're like, no, we, we can't do that. I think is what the case was. It's really like such a blur now because we've talked about this before. Cause sometimes it's so kind of traumatic. Yeah. <laughs> That your brain buries it. Yeah. And it's like, oh gosh, I, I survived that. I shall never think of it again. Yeah. Um, but then I come here and I tell everyone this story. Right. But I, it's like oh. I have to go yeah. digging in my memory palace for it. Um, oh, it's a palace. Oh, it's yeah. a palace. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I got a shed going on up here right now, so I'm working on it. A shed. Uh, what would that? What would the first word? <laughs> thinking shed. The thinking shed. That's me. Not my thinking shed. Let me look at my thinking shed. Nope, it's not there. All right. So, uh, sorry. I feel like I'm so Thank tired you. and just like babbling it. and terrible. It makes me happy when you go into your thinking shed. <laughs> <laughs> Me or him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, I'll go into it then. Yeah, I think I'm chill uh, to think about some mm-hmm. stuff. <laughs> 
Not much in there. Our character is so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so he proceeds um, to get upset, and then he loses his fucking mind. He uh, is like crying. He and like just very dramatic, like. Like uh, just laying on the couch in the room and putting his head back and wailing. I just want a book or a dance or whatever the fuck it was. And just like so upset. Mm -hmm. And we're like, Ajax, I I can't I can't remember what what. And here's the thing. He got so upset. It was also sort of like, well, if uh, if we give in now, we're we're teaching him which is the same fucking thing we just taught Odie I guess we're the worst um <laughs> that if you have a big fuss you're going to get your way and when when my stepmom and my dad are here we get in our heads too then cuz we're yeah. like we better we better hit like a perfect game or whatever yeah. i don't know sports yeah. analogies <laughs> um that sounded good to yeah. me didn't it we better yeah. bat, bat, bat 100 very sense. professional <laughs> hole in one <laughs> um love <laughs> good layups okay so we better do good layups when they're here because we want uh to appear to know what kind of what we're doing cuz we're really far into this now it's like 10 years and three kids like we kind of it's important that yeah. we are perceived as competent um uh in, in spite of me doing this show and kind of proving often that i'm not so anyway um so we're like we can't we can't switch our minds now because uh he's really laying it on thick like really uh going crazy um not going crazy, but just like wailing and being very dramatic and so sad and nothing will make him happy except another dance. Why can't he just have another dance? It's all that will make him happy. And I kept trying to like talk to him and like, look, Ajax, like, he's like, it's all your fault. You won't let me do it. And I kept trying to say like, Hey, it's not, this isn't about me or daddy. Like, this is about you. I need you to find a way to calm down. Like we need to calm down. And I tried doing this thing that I, I saw someone do, uh, I think like my other son's speech therapy class when he was upset, which I loved so much. And I've been employing it. She like held out her hand and then she like, she like kind of pretended to draw with her, the index finger of her other hand, like up the side of her pinky. And that was like Mm. breathe in. And then you went down your pinky and it was like exhale and then inhale up your ring finger and then exhale down your ring finger. And it was like, you breathe in and out over each finger. And then by the time you get through the first hand and no one's calm, then you do it a second time on the other hand. And then hopefully it just forces them to breathe in and out like 10 times or like count 10 to 10, which is something that will calm everyone down. Except everyone gets narked out if you're like count to 10. So you just force them to breathe on hands. Um, It's a very Zen whoop Johnny. (laughs) What's a whoop Johnny? Johnny whoop Johnny whoop 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 Johnny whoop Johnny whoop Johnny. You never heard of that? That's adorable. It's just like a little game. Like kids play whoop Johnny whoop Johnny. You just trace your hand. And what you just, is that? Well, I think I, that's it. I just did it. <laughs> <laughs> I know it I seems that. like there's going to be another phase to this game, but Johnny, I... Johnny, whoop, Johnny, whoop, 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 Johnny. So I tried to get him to breathe, and he would not calm down to the point where he was like clearly purposefully working himself up. Like, uh, like here, Amanda, you play me. 
trying to calm me down with, with the hand thing, and okay. I'm going to play Ajax. <laughs> Look at my hand. Drink your juice, Shelby. <laughs> Get I can't, it. I can't you got to do this. I can't Up and down. down. I can't, move, okay, Johnny. Okay. Move, Johnny. Move. <laughs> like he just, he was like oh so dramatic. Yeah. And it was like, come on, man. Like, you are forcing yourself to hyperventilate. No. Like, you are not that upset. Like, mind over matter little man come on um and he just i could not get him out of that headspace he goes into this with ajax it's like he is we've all always called him a 90 percent green 10 percent red no yellow so it's just like he's oh, good he's right. good and then he's like i'm full of rage and nothing can talk out, me down right. yeah he hulks out that's exactly right he's always hulked out um, and there's really kind of, there's no in-between phase. It's just like happy rage. Um, and then when he comes out of the rage, it, it's a little bit like he's blacked out. He's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> no. It's crazy. Poor guy. I'm yeah, sure wow. it's a harbinger of great things to come. <laughs> uh, but it's good that you're talking through yeah, how to like calm himself down. Like that is huge. a skill we all have to have, but that was I was trying to say to him like, it's not my responsibility to calm you down. It's yeah. your response. You're the only one who's really in charge of you. And I'm not going to be here your whole life to calm you down. It's not on me. That's on you. But that's such a hard thing to explain. So, uh, and he just, he just went on and on. And my dad and my stepmom came in to say good night. Like they wanted to be a part of bedtime and like say good night and, and have this nice farewell because they wouldn't see them again for who knows how long. And, and you know, it's grandparents. Um, and so, uh, they were saying good night. But like Ajax was too upset to really have like a, a good, he was just too busy having like a big fucking tantrum uh, freak out so he was super upset to, and they were they were essentially they were like well i fucking give up i i guess we'll see you next visit <laughs> um and i felt so embarrassed uh and i felt embarrassed for him and i felt bad for everyone because instead of this like nice last moment <laughs> the, the sort of the taste that we were leaving the the trip on was kind of this bad taste of him uh freak you know wailing and crying and and really just carrying on to a really extensive, like it was very, it was a bit much. Um, and uh, even for him. It probably made them feel better about leaving though. So there's that. <laughs> like they, Honestly. You know, like they're yeah. like, yeah. normally they'd be sad and like, oh, we're leaving them. But instead so it's, it's like, time. it's okay. It's time. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't this what being grandparents is about? This is you crazy. get yeah. to leave at this moment. Yeah. <laughs> like they probably. You guys got yeah. that. I'll see you later. Yeah. You get to go back to our yeah. quiet home. Yeah. Yes. I mean, they raised kids. They know kids could be kids. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely. You know, it's I mean, their kids were never, hand, I think, as much uh, of a handful. As, they were a little bit more like know. the Flanders. They probably blacked out, too. Well, that's true. <laughs> you know, like, by the time you're their age, you're going to be like, my kids did not do that. That is true. I think a lot of people <laughs> do forget that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. My children would never. Never. Yeah. And you're like, well. Um, so I... I Forget exactly what had to happen, but I think at some point I kind of like, uh, I feel like I kind of like bear hugged him yeah. into the bed <laughs> and, and he was like, Rah! and then, <laughs> and then I, I think I like, uh, forcefully talked him through like a guided meditation. <laughs> 
if I remember correctly, it was like, you're on a rainbow, you're in a cloud, and you see a rainbow, and you slide down the rainbow, and it's so happy, and you're so happy, and you're, and you're screaming with delight. And, and I just like walked him through this insane, and by the time, and we just kept going, and then every now and then I'd be like, and what color was the unicorn's horn? Uh. Oh, blue? Okay, great. He had a unicorn with a blue horn. And then you ride on the unicorn. And so it was and it was just like this insane fever dream of a of of just like a story that I, I was trying to like put him through, but it worked. It's so good. Pin him down. Yeah. Forcefully make, make him that man meditate. Make him meditate. Make that little boy meditate. You're gonna you're gonna go ride a unicorn in your fantasy life. No. <laughs> Uh, and it worked, and then and then he did what he always does, which is like, it's like he wakes, and you're right, it is like a drink your juice, Shelby. He's like, oh, I'm so sorry, Mama. Yeah, so he's like, oh, yes. oh Mama, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I love you so much. Yeah. Uh, and and yeah, and then he was like, yeah, he was like overcome with, um, like embarrassment for how he had acted, yeah. and then he got lost gratitude yeah. for. Me helping him snap out of it, but yeah. See, uh, Amanda knows a lot about beha- like psychology and child, so I I can see you uh, as as that mm-hmm. uh, working through what I just talked about. Oh, you're thinking. Oh, you're wa- when you can. I'm watching you uh, go like click 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 yeah. in your head. Oh, uh, <laughs> he see me about what yeah. I just talked about. Yeah, no, but you but bear hugging him made him feel secure. Mm. You know, like there's a security there. And then the way that you were talking to him, you did something that made him listen. So you knew inherently how to get to that space. Yeah. So it, it sounds like you handled it beautifully. I know Thank I'm you. not. I think it was amazing. Yeah, Thank sounds, you. Sounds really great. In spite of always feeling like I'm uh, not knowing what I'm doing, it was one of those times where I was like, hey, that yeah. worked. I got this little beauty. What's happening? <gasps> what happened this to your leg? Oh. old. A bruise. A, old, a bruise from getting kicked by Emmeline in a oh. So I feel you. Yeah. It's they they, they kids really, can be strong. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And Ajax is strong. That would be a really funny wrestler. Yes. You into a hold. You're gonna count to ten and then you're gonna close your eyes. Yeah. That's really funny. Uh, yeah, Ajax is a big kid, man. He's like 85 pounds. He's just like big bone. He was yeah. always, he was like nine pounds, five ounces when he was oh. born. He wears bigger clothes than his yeah. brother, who is yeah. 20 months older. Like, he's wow. just a big kid. When I hug him, I'm always like, whoa, you yeah. are large. Um, yeah. he just has big, heavy bones, and he's always had a big bullfrog tummy. And a big heart. And a yeah. really big heart yes. for he real. just wanted to dance. <laughs> wanted That's the saddest a thing. A book or a dance? He, you know what? It You're was like a dance. You're like the anti-dance mom. <laughs> yeah, it's like footloose. <laughs> yeah. Yes, oh, footloose. There's no dancing in this town. Oh, man. And it's so horrible. Like, I wish... I think no. we both wanted so much oh, to be like, fine, just do a dance. But we both <laughs> felt like we couldn't give in because he was just being so over the top. Yeah. This is like when I go out with Caton. What? <laughs> I'm like, I just want to dance. It's like no more dancing. <laughs> and then, and you, then I tantrum. You tantrum uh, until you black out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he bear hugs me. Oh, Caton's are hugging a unicorn. <laughs> uh. <laughs> 
holidays can be a really stressful time. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> There's I'm so sorry, much denial. to do. <laughs> There's so much to do. There's so much to plan for. You're you're traveling. You're stressed, and it's really hard to take care of yourself. It also can bring up a lot of past feelings. You can really take a moment to start thinking about things and depression. Oh yeah. When anxiety hit an all time high around the holidays. You're with your family. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So that's why better help is awesome because they are online counseling that is there for you. Yep. You can connect with a professional counselor in a safe and private online environment, which makes life it's just so much more convenient to be able to get the help you need when you need it. Exactly. And when you're a busy parent, let's say someone always on the go, the fact that you can get help on your own time and at your own pace, you know, you can schedule secure video or phone sessions. You could do chat and text with your therapist. So that means you don't have to like get in your car, leave, go do a thing, come back. Like you can do it from the privacy of your own home. Let's say, let's say it's uh, you know, Christmas Eve and you're losing your mind. You can text with a therapist. Yeah, they have 3,000 U.S. licensed therapists across all 50 states that handle depression, stress, anxiety, anger, family conflicts, grief, self-esteem, sleeping, trauma. You name it, they can help you. Yeah, they're not a crisis line. They, uh, You do a little quiz, you figure out what you're looking for, and they're going to connect you with someone in under 24 hours. You're going to be able to speak with someone who's going to help you with the things that you're trying to work on. Everything you share is, is confidential. So yeah, if you're working through self-esteem issues, family conflicts, an- anger, depression, stress, anxiety... Sleeping, trauma, you know, all that good stuff. And best of all, it's a truly affordable option. Uh, so Why Mommy Drinks listeners get 10% off your first month with discount code DRINKS. That's right. And financial aid is available for those who qualify. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com slash drinks. Just fill out a questionnaire, help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor you'll love. That's betterhelp.com slash drinks. Amanda, you know what's a really good, like sneaky good holiday gift? Yes. Super comfortable Bombas socks. You know that's what I give people. I <laughs> love giving socks. It and sounds like a joke, but it's not. No, it's like a real thing. Like giving a good pair of socks to someone is one of those things that you don't think about. But then when you put the socks on, you're like, these make a difference. For real. People don't usually ask for socks. And when you give them low quality socks, it's like, oh, thanks, mom. But these Bomba socks are very high quality. Yep. They're built with extra cushioning. So whether you're walking the dog, chilling at home, or saving the world, you'll be comfortable. And they have support in places that you didn't even know you needed it, like your arches. Each sock is built with a special arch support system, and it's not too tight. It's just like a nice little hug for your foot. And they even have a line of merino wool socks, which is like magic socks. They're soft, warm, and then they have the naturally moisture-wicking merino wool, which is never itchy or rough, which is great for the winter. They sent us some socks, and I have to say I am totally in love with them. Yeah. My favorite ones were those, what are those like no-show socks that you can wear? And sometimes you buy those and and they're like super thin and they're flimsy and they're, you know, they fall off. But these weren't like that at all. They were really comfortable. They kept my feet dry. They weren't too tight. Uh, I loved them. Did you, so my favorite thing about Bombas, 
besides the quality of the socks and the way they feel <clears throat> is that, um, I don't know if you knew this, but uh, socks are the number one most requested item in homeless shelters. And Bombas socks were created to change that. So for every pair you buy, Bombas donates a pair to someone in need. That's lovely. Yeah. So you're getting great quality and they're doing something to change someone else's day. And what what says holiday spirit more than that? That's right. So if you want to give someone a perfectly nice gift, give them a candle. If you want to give them a holiday gift, giving ninja gift, give them Bombas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, go to Bombas. <laughs> that's what ninjas say. Hi-ya. <laughs> that's not true. No, that's what Miss Piggy says. <laughs> Uh, go to bombas.com slash WMD and get 20% off any purchase during their big holiday sale. So listen, there's a sale and you can get 20% off from November 18th through December 5th. <gasps> That's bombas.com slash WMD for 20% off. So it's bomb. Like I'm setting off a bomb right. full of socks. Bombas. Right. B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash WMD. There you go. For 20% off. The holidays are just around the corner and there is one gift that thousands of moms have been calling the best gift ever. It's really hard, right? To find a gift for grandparents. They have everything, right? Yeah. And you want something that they actually want and that they're really going to love. Yes. So let's hip you to something very cool. It's called Skylight Frame. Yeah. It's a touch screen photo frame that you can update instantly by email um, you can send anything from anywhere. So that means you could give one frame to a grandparent mm-hmm. and then all of the siblings can update the photos on that frame. So like your your cousin or your sister or your brother and or you, like you can just send the new photos. So you're like, oh, you know, so-and-so's baseball game. I'm going to upload it so that they, they can see the photos and it will just show up on their wall and they can scroll through. If they're like, I don't really want to see this baseball game picture. They can just touch screen and flip right. through. And then if your sister who's in like DC says, oh, it's so-and-so's show, they can upload the picture so that you could see the, the pictures right there on your frame. Yeah. I don't, for the way that in my family, we have like a text chain and we kind yeah. of send photos now and then or, you know, but I love this because it's an actual frame. Yeah, and it's pretty. Yeah, it's It's a nice black black, frame. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a black frame with a white mat. Yeah, so it has a white mat, and then inside is where the touchscreen is. Yeah, and so you can instantly send them photos. You're like, oh, it was preschool graduation. Send those photos to the grandparents. And they also have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. So if you don't love Skylight, they'll offer you a full refund, which is awesome. Because how many times do you get something and you're like, eh? Uh, Yeah, exactly. But I don't think you're going to feel this way about Skylight. The Skylight frame, you can preload it. So let's say you're going to get this for your in-laws this year, which I think... Honestly, you should. You can preload it with a bunch of your favorite photos before you even send it, and then it's completely personalized. They open it up. It has all these photos on it already. And it's super simple. So, like, if you're non-tech-savvy mom, like my mom would be, you can have it all set up so that when they go to do it, it's done and it's easy to use. Yeah, it's just a really fun interesting, easy, beautiful way to stay connected. Yep. So now as a special holiday offer, you can get $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com and enter code 
mommy. That's right. So to get $10 off your purchase of a skylight frame, just go to skylightframe.com, enter the code mommy. That's skylight, like a, you know, like a window in your roof. S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T, frame.com, promo code mommy. This holiday season, if you are looking for something to give the men in your life, let it be products by Duke Cannon. Duke Cannon has a a whole Duke bunch. Duke Cannon Country. Yeah, Duke Cannon Country. That's where we're living. This is a place <laughs> where beards deserve their own stocking. Yeah, stockings are hung by the chimney with care. That's right. Eggnogs serve spiked without the egg or the nog. You get what we're saying, right? So. For your, br- I think so. They have this thing called the Jingle Booze gift set. Here's what it is: it is filled with 30 ounces of of premium soaps that are booze inspired. Okay, so explain this to me. So there, so it first of all, it's super cute. It comes in this cute little box. It kind of looks like a book. Uh, you open it up, and it's ve- it's uh, has three enormous. Giant, giant soaps. bars of and soap. You know they make those soaps in the USA in the same factory that manufactured soap for GIs during the Korean War. That is beautiful. Yeah, it's cool. You guys, they make. I believe this is a Minneapolis, Minnesota company, which makes me very happy. Yeah, and all products are tested by active duty military. Not only that, five percent of the net profits for Duke Cannon are donated to causes benefiting veterans and active duty military. So they're good. They give back. And what is it? Okay, so this thing right here that we're looking at, the Jingle Booze gift set it's only $15 you get three soaps and they're really it's really cute they smell great so like one is like it's made with beer big ass beer soap and one is like big American bourbon soap one is a big ass soap on a rope so it's cute and it has like beer in it but it also smells really good and I'm picky about smells and these all smell like sandalwood just really like woodsy smells i have this one here and i love it for stockings it's called the big ass lump of coal activated charcoal soap you put that in someone's stocking and be like ha ha yep i gave you a lump of coal but it's awesome it's a big old it is a big ass lump of coal and Uh, it smells really good but it's made with activated charcoal and triple milled so it's good soap too and then uh, there's also, they also have cologne. So they have uh, a subtle natural scent enhancer to be discovered, not announced, mm. made with clean, natural derived fragrance oils crafted in small batches, housed in a modern apothecary style bottle. So these are really nice. For me personally, I would probably give these to husband, brother, um, maybe your dad if he's a funny guy. Yep. Um, yeah, these are really cute products. I think they're perfect for the upcoming holidays. Duke Cannon makes many of their products rectangular to help the wrapping challenged. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. These are really lovely, artisanal, manly items. That's right. Uh, so Duke Cannon will not be waking up at 3 a.m. on Black Friday to purchase a $63 plasma TV made in Guam, <laughs> nor does he expect you to take a break from your Thanksgiving fair to partake in a good deal. 
Instead, Duke Cannon wants to share the best deals with you right now. So visit DukeCannon.com. That's Duke, like I'm the Duke of this kingdom. Cannon, like I'm firing a cannon. DukeCannon.com. Use the promo code MOMMY for 15% off your entire order. There's free shipping with orders that are over $35. All products are also available at your local Target. (gasps) Although you won't be getting that 15% off. Duke Cannon. Buy this stuff for the men you know. <laughs> so that's it. Amanda, what has broken you? Um, yeah, I was going to tell the story about <coughs> Emily and tantruming, but I feel like it was just very similar. She, her ear got infected, one of her ears, which was, so she just got her ears pierced and mm. one of them got infected. Oh, oh. I guess that was predictable. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so she now only has one earring. <laughs> You just took it out? Oh, I had to. It It was like, she woke up and it was like a giant. Swollen? Gross. Yeah. Um, So she was going to get gangrene of the lobe. Uh, Yeah. So it was like a whole fight to get it out. Um, My cousin, who's like my sister, she had clip-on ones that she refused to take (gasps) off. And her mom didn't make her take them off. And so they started growing in. (gasps) It was metal. Grew into her ear. And my mom, her aunt, was like, She's taking them off, and she like held her down. That's what I had to and do. I had to like take them off, and I still remember. Yes, I traumatized. I was a kid. I traumatized my son yeah. and my other daughter that day. Yeah, because I had to hold Emmeline like so pin I've her had, down. I've had to like restrain her when she's had tantrums before to calm her down. This was like her screaming in my face, being Ugh. like. Ugh. But it was like I was like we have to do this, and like and then we would like take breaks where we would breathe, and I'd be yeah. like, "You want to do it yourself? You could do it yourself." And she'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And then she'd be like, "Whack, whack, whack!" Like hitting me and kick, like she would try to trick me into letting her go. It was yeah. terrible. Did she understand you had to take it out? Yes, I was like, "We had to she, take it out," but she just couldn't deal. It, she just she kept so she'd be like, "Okay, okay, okay, we can do it, <sighs> and we can we can do it." And then I would get like over here, and she'd like flip her head, and I was yeah. like, yeah. "You're gonna get hurt," you know? Because that was oh, like, it's like when you have to put eye drops in kids' yeah. eyes. And they're just like, no. And you're like, come on, we, yeah. we have to do this. When I finally got it out. She was like, ah. I was like, it's out. And she was like, oh. You know, like it was yeah. like one of those things, but oh it was the lead God. up to it. And it was like at one point, Caitlin had to come in. So it was like both of us. And then it was a thing. That sounds intense. Yeah. And I have a bruise from over a week from her kicking me during that fight oh my god she didn't mean to hit me like there would be moments where she'd like stop and like like hold me and just be like <sighs> it was like a whole <laughs> oh thing my god. A whole, i was like just let me take it out let me take it out and she was like no 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 and but it was so bad that it had to come out i was like we're gonna have to go to the doctor if you don't let me and you're not gonna want that and no so, it's gonna be worse yeah so I was gonna oh, tell that. Poor I mean, that's, buddy. That, that was bro- that broke me. Like I felt Ugh. terrible for her. Now she's got one earring, and she was like, "The lady did this one was stupid." And I was like, <laughs> "Yes, she was." That was the lady with the big nails. <gasps> yeah, because it was also that- uneven. Oh no. And I kept looking at it. And once I saw it, I couldn't unsee it. And so we knew we would have to take it out anyways because it was too low. Oh. So then she and Emmeline was like, "This one was on the wrong. It was too low." And I was so she knew. So I was like, well, we'll take it out and then we're going to let it grow back in. Do you think that lady we'll go back. did something that caused it to I be? doubt it. I think she's six and it's, yeah. she washes her hands, but I mean, oh, boy. she also does everything else. So I pierced this one when I was 19 in London, just after I came out. 
I don't put anything in it anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I I pierced my ear, frosted my tips, bleached them, and bought an InSync album. And that was my coming out party. (laughs) (laughs) And then realized that I can't pull off any of those things. InSync, I can. I can listen to InSync. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, when you said frosted tips, yes, I immediately saw the, the time period. Yeah. Yep. Oh, it's perfect. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Two thousand. Oh yeah. Yep. Uh, well, that sounds yeah rough. It was rough. And Did then the other thing I was going to talk about was they started Girl Scouts, and I'm scared of Girl Scouts. Like I'm not a, you know, I don't yeah. camp. I'm not a camper. Um, but and Girl Scouts is mostly like I don't know. Really, you make like a pot holder on a, uh, a weird. Is Shelly Long involved? Shelley and you just right. sell this is the, the cookies closest I can to Beverly wear. Hills. I'm just like I don't understand this, but uh, we are failing Girl Scouts so far. I am trying really hard to get it together, but we've missed almost every meeting. <laughs> and then like, the, so we went today. We made it to the meeting, but um, we were late. So Kate dropped them off, and I was gonna get there and take over so uh but apparently he was late because that's all everyone said they were all like so they were late and i was like oh we're always late just start 10 minutes late like, yeah <laughs> yeah no. also please don't say it just just well apparently when they walked in they were like oh hi girls would you like to introduce yourselves oh. and benny goes no not really <laughs> <laughs> i love it she walked on and it's epic they're like okay that's really on game for Benny too. She's like, no, I don't want to be seen. No, no. I don't need you to know who I am. Uh, that's really funny. Yeah. Ugh. So um, they went, they did it, and uh, and then when we were leaving, I was like, did you love that? Was that great? And Emmeline was like, no, it was just like school. Like she's, uh, she's yeah. so like mis- negative, yeah, pessimistic, and just like. And then I was like, well, we're gonna get to go see the Nutcracker next month, and she was like, dance. I don't want to dance. And I was like, you're not going to dance. We're going to go see the <laughs> dancers dance and then we'll take you backstage. And that's what you get to do with the Girl Ooh. Scouts. And she was like, mm. like, she's so like <laughs> unimpressed. But it's hard. Like it's, yeah. It I just, sounds I, like you're a little unimpressed though too. I mean, no, I mean, I, I'm just nervous. I don't like selling cookies. I don't like the selling. Why, did you, why are you guys doing this? Because I'm trying to be a mom. <laughs> I got you. Like, okay. I'm trying to do what you're supposed to do. Right. You're supposed and, to take him to Girl Scouts. Yeah. And so, like, putting badges on and doing it actually gives me incredible anxiety because I'm like, what if I, what if everyone's badges are in the right spot and then my kids come and they're like, like right. falling off or they're wrong or like, it's just like, I just, there's people who are good at this and then there's me and I feel it 100%. Oh, you are Shelly Long. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, um, I think I don't think they're going to be scouts for life. I don't think I'm raising. <laughs> well, it doesn't sound like they're like dying to become no. scouts. So. No. Although so it we'll sounds see like you've only gone like one time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have, yeah. We've missed everything else. Um, but they were there today and we have to go back next month. So we're going to keep it. We're going to keep with it and do it together. And then we can decide next year if we want to do it again. Yeah. So we'll see. It's just interesting. I think. The bigger thing is like I'm overtaxed and I'm feeling that my kids are overtaxed. And so I'm getting to that space where I just want to like stop it all. Like yes. we're all going to shut it down yeah. and not do anything or see anyone. <laughs> um, Amanda sent me a screenshot of her daily schedule I'm today. Like, yeah. 
and it was yeah. fucking Boncatron. Yeah. Uh, it was wall to wall. And then, yeah, I saw shit on there like Girl Scouts. And I was like, what is, why? Yep. What are you doing? Did you guys see that um, someone was proposing that? Um, that oh, my today. gosh. Wow. I'm looking but at this the schedule. This opened up. This opened up. Oh, it that wasn't, was full when you it sent was full it. Yeah. Earlier. Someone was proposing that there be funding so that schools could stay open until five or six so that parents didn't have to rush home. So that there's an option to have kids there maybe doing their activities at the school and yeah. kind of just extending school. Yeah. Do you think that that makes total be sense? They Fuck do that. Yeah. They do that at the kid, yeah. the kids school um, and they love it. And for the most part, that's what they do. They do like an after school. They play. They do homework. They can do. They have like chess club or you yeah. know, acting or a lot of schools you know. do do that not all of them yeah but a lot of them do and it's good but um, sometimes also the program's like not good like i know at my kids school we signed up for chess and it was like no one else signed up for it and then like the person doing it kind of didn't know how to play chess oh, and it was no. like, uh, <laughs> that's not good you don't want it though and that's the last thing my nine-year-old that's the last thing rex needs is to be in a situation where a grown-up is like doesn't know what they're doing yeah. and tells him what to do. Like that's yeah, yeah. It's helpful <sighs> when they can do that because then they don't have to go 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 go. Yeah. yeah, it's more fun. Yeah, and they can just do yeah, soccer. The traveling at around is like the hardest part. Yeah, right? for everybody. I don't know how I got suckered into it, and I know better. I've done this enough. I know better than to sign my kids up for too many things. But for some reason, I'll I turn around and like every day there's something to do, and I'm like, uh oh. I, yeah. got, I fell into it again. Shit. Soccer's almost over, though. Yeah. Fuck you, soccer. Yeah. I hate you. I <laughs> fucking hate you. Is that you. the bad one? Oh, soccer's the worst. Because it's, it's twice a week, a week and the weekend. Yep. So your Saturday is ruined. And it you never know what di- what time the game is until yep. like right before. So you can't even plan. You can't say, yes, we'll come to the birthday party or you know, we'll go do something. Right. We'll leave after the game. Or your we'll game could stay be home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. and just enjoy life at our house. Yeah. 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 A lot you don't of times. You to do that. No. no. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited for soccer to be over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to ask you really quick, Rory, you were saying that your cousin, her clip on earring, like yeah. threw into her ear and yes. you, were you there when your aunt took it out? Yeah. And yeah. it was like, oh, yeah, did it they like were scar purple. you? Oh, yes. I remember she was on my bed because they were at my house. It was my mom who took it out. My aunt brought her over, her daughter over, and was like, you, can you help us? And that's my family. No. Like, my, we're, we're all very, very close. And so I remember she was on my bed. I remember watching from the staircase, like through the door. And they were these purple clip-on <gasps> earrings. We've talked about oh, it the, in the family. The clip-on earrings were purple. Yeah. I thought you meant her earlobes were oh, purple. Oh, her earlobes were bloody. Yeah. 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 And they had grown into it. Yeah, because she just never... They were just like cheap drugstore yeah. clip-on earring toys. <laughs> it's so funny. And she like warm like, in the shower. Hey. Oh, she, she, she was like... like <laughs> she was... Pro- I was probably like six or seven and she was three or four. Oh, got it. And she was very strong-willed. Oh my she's god, a strong-willed woman even to this day. <laughs> so my, they like my. She's like my sister. So Aww. yes, yeah. they like pinned her down on your bed and oh, yeah. had to take them off. And oh yeah. It, oh yeah, my god, what a nightmare! I love. I love that you're still like. Oh yeah, I oh, remember yeah. where I was. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. going to be saying in like yes. a couple <laughs> years. Like, I remember when Emily had that infected ear. Yikes! I was around. So it was I like was pussy and bloody too. It's disgusting. Yikes. I was around a kid. Who um, we were we were p- picking pumpkins out uh, for Halloween, 
Oh, when you were a child. Patch. No, no, no. This is just this Halloween. And wait, who were you picking pumpkins with? My one-year-old son. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know why I didn't understand that. I, I thought you were like, I was like, he's oh, you were I, with your kid. I thought I, you, you said have a kid. He was with. Do this. I'm allowed to do it, right? <laughs> I think I heard you they say. Let me in. I was with a kid <laughs> picking no, pumpkins. No, I, no, I, one of the kids in our group. I oh, definitely oh, oh. said that in a confusing way. Okay, okay, for sure. I was uh, picking out pumpkins this season recently <laughs> with my son, and one of the kids in our group who was like eight years old, uh, she got a splinter from the hay oh. in her finger, oh. and for 15 minutes, it was the talking of how we're going to get this out. Is it going to be fast? Is it, and just tears and screaming. And then her sister thought that she had one in hers. No. Like she started to get the like yep. phantom pain. Yes. I was like, oh, it's an epidemic. <laughs> get out of here, Jimmy. <laughs> the splinter's <laughs> contagious. But it was, it's funny because you learn, I learn so much just watching parents in real time down in the dirt dealing with this shit, you know, because you, you, there's no book that you can, you can't get a mom's on call book about that, no. you know, like no. that is, that's intense, you yeah. know, and you know, like this, this is something that they, <laughs> they might remember. Yes. Yeah. 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 You can't press pause no. on it. Right. And but it's kind of embarrassing and when you're with friends and stuff, you're like, like yeah. sorry guys, we're going to be dealing with this for a while. Maybe you guys should go find something to do. Yeah. <laughs> but at the end of the day, like it, you remember the pain, but you also remember that you had a parent who cared enough to like get you through that, yeah. you know, like yes. someone to like really, you know, you, it, it takes a little while to be older and look back and be like, oh, wow, that must have been really hard for my mom, yeah. too. There'll be a space where Emmeline remembers. I, she, she, I think the reason I could keep going with it was it never felt like uh, she was scared of me or right. I was doing something to her. Yeah. Like we were both trying to work through it the whole time. And so I think that's why we were like, OK, because at first, you know, I went back and forth in my mind, like, should I? not do this should we hold off and do it later and i was like it's just going to be this later and yeah. then it's worse so it was it was a thing it was a whole show yeah <laughs> it was dinner and a show it was dinner and a show and wow after. it was a whole thing it's a triple threat of a shit show yeah yeah and then i went to the rap party and I had a giant bruise on my leg i looked like trash Oh, bruised trash. Only trash people get bruises. <laughs> <laughs> From getting kicked all the time on the street. Oh, yeah, uh, where I live. Like the trash in I the am. gutter. Anyways, uh, Rory. Yeah. What has broken you? Wow. Um, you know, it's funny because we t talked about me coming on before, and I really. I this is this is the thing that's terrible. I have to admit to two moms and publicly that I feel like being two gay men who adopt a child, it's like cheating death or like getting through <laughs> something because I we have so many straight friends who just had kids around the same time and there's a recovery period while you're feeding this child at night. I mean, every time I would get up with this baby at three in the morning, I would be like, 
man, what if I just had major surgery? <laughs> yeah. I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't fathom it. I yeah. couldn't wrap my head around it that women just do that all the time. That that is how humanity has survived because women have just sucked it up yeah. and done that. <laughs> it really has changed my outlook on humanity. And mm-hmm. I feel kind of like we... We certainly had to go through a lot of like, you know, late nights and everything, Mm -hmm. but I feel bad complaining about any of it, knowing that women have done so. No, I'm I'm serious. I know, but it's lovely to hear it, but you also, it's all relative. It is. It is all relative, but that's what my story that I'm going to tell on here, because I was, I've really thought about it, (laughs) you know, like what's the best story for me to tell in this situation. And I was broken before my son was born. Mm. And it's because we adopted. And so everyone's adoption story is different. And everyone has kind of like some kind of drama in in adoption at some point. Um, And we had heard so many different stories. We were living in New York City, got married. We've been together uh, over 11 years now. And um, married five years ago and I, and, uh, we're both from the Midwest, big, big Irish families. And I said to Gerald, you know, I lived in LA for a while. I think that we should move to LA cause we can adopt there and we can have more space. And, you know, we both wanted to have kids and, you know, there weren't too many gay dudes in New York who wanted to do that. Are you not able to adopt in New York state? You are. Yes, oh. you are. But when we got married five years ago, Marriage wasn't legal in our home states of Ohio, where I'm from, and his of Indiana. So, you know, like everything felt like, where is the most safe place to do this? Mm -hmm. And New York is certainly like safe for us to do it. But living in New York, we were living, we were in a 400 square foot apartment, and Mm -hmm. we were like, this is as good as it's going to get for us right now. Like, there's no penthouse around the corner next year in New York City. It's a tough place to raise kids. Right. It's so so hard to raise yourself. So I was like, (laughs) I don't know about and 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 there I have so many friends who are raising kids in New York and they are kicking ass. They're doing such a good job. But what I will say is like for two gays who lived in Hell's Kitchen there's a certain way that we like to New York. (laughs) (laughs) And you know like I just I was like I think that like LA was, I, I, before I moved to New York, I worked for Gary Marshall at the Falcon Theater for years. I was happy, uh, Richie Cunningham, happy, Richie Cunningham and Happy Days the Musical Oh, and, and did the Truby shows there. And, and that was like right out of college. I lived here. Oh. And then I moved to New York and did Broadway stuff. I can see him as Richie Cunningham yeah, so easily. Once upon a time. Oh, you know, oh that, so that perfect. Yeah, definitely. The Ohio upbringing. Um, but anyway, so I said to Gerald, like, let's go to L.A. I have friends there and um, and I have cousins who live out here. And, you know, I think that we might have an easier time and, you know, we'll see if you like it or not. And so we got here. We went through the adoption process, which is um, I don't know if you had people ever talk. No, about the adoption we've never had anyone here. talk about it. So I please, please talk about so, it. So um, my husband, who's not in the business, as I think I said, uh, which is great. But he hates when I say this. It's adoption is a lot like 
the acting business because <laughs> you need an agent oh. and you need a lawyer who's basically your manager. Mm-hmm. You get headshots too. You have headshots. You, you make the headshot. You book. make profile. Oh, you yeah. make have to have pictures. You yeah. have to like submit uh, your resume. You, it's like yeah. you right. you go through so much paperwork. It took me four months to finish all of the paperwork with my Whoa. husband. And you go through like medical exams, financial statements. You have to hand over your tax mm-hmm. returns. You have to give like. So much information, which I am not saying is not a good thing. It's a good thing. You want people to have background checks and to yes. be giving kids to the right people. But it's also, a lot. but it's a lot. It's a definitely a lot, and it's a lot of money. Like you have to pay a lot of money just to get approved. So yeah, it's th- like it's thousands. Not oh yes, yeah. I think it was like thirty five hundred just to have the study done on us. Yeah. So Ooh. they come to your home, they interview you. Um, and they interview you together as a couple for a few hours in your home. And then they make appointments with you separately. And so they grill you one-on-one. And my husband, who he's not a performer, but he's way funnier than I am. He kept going, <laughs> when I get our social worker loan, I'm going to tear you apart. That's so funny. He'll never give yeah. you a kid after I laugh. Like, that is not, not how funny. this works. Like, no. And he's like, he said, you divorce, they'll have all these notes and I'll get the kid. You know, like, 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 I was like, I don't, I don't think this is how that works. So, you know, like you go through this months long process and, and that we started the first meeting I had with anyone about uh, adoption, my husband and I met with a lawyer was at the end of 2015 and, you know, here we are in 2019 celebrating our child's first birthday. So that's kind of gives you a taste of how long the, (laughs) the process is. But then, um, after you get approved then, which took nine months Oof. for us to, to actually get the letter from the social worker saying your home study has been approved. You yeah. can start. Um, <laughs> you can start. Right. And like if something had happened where they were like, Oh, a baby is available and, or we knew someone we could say like, Hey, can you hurry this along? Here's a few more thousand dollars. Like they have a fee or something. I don't know. Like you can expedite things, but mm-hmm. there's so many people waiting in line that everyone just kind of, you just have to wait. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a waiting game. And so, um, then you put together your profile and you have the whole thing and then you start to get, um, emails from your lawyer saying like, Oh, we just got this, uh, sub- this profile. Would you like to submit yourself? I mean, it's literally like, wow. acting. you're like, uh, you read it, you read the breakdown. <laughs> Oh, oh my And you're goodness. like, um, okay. And you know, like at first you're like, hmm, you know, like how many drugs were involved? You know, like, <laughs> oh. okay, I don't know if this is for us. And you like talk about it all day. And then like, I remember going back to our lawyer and we're like, we've decided that we will submit ourselves. And they're like, oh, that's already gone. Oh, like, oh, okay. <laughs> so like it w- was a 24 hour decision to us. And really they're like, Email us immediately back with a letter saying your oh, you why you want to be a child wow. or excuse me a parent for this child. So it moves very fast, and you it's like you wait 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 wait, and then all of a sudden you get an email, and it's like your whole life could change. But Ooh, we by the end of that intense. year we got an email saying there was a baby that was due in six months in Kansas, and so. We were like, okay, we'll submit ourselves, and we got picked. And we started having Skype conversations with a woman in Kansas, and um, 
we were very excited, but you know, they say like, don't get too excited. And most of the, most of the like social worker stuff, it's, they say like, we're really here to help you cope through the disappointment. And they're like, how do you deal with rejection? I was like, oh, that's my job. I'm, I'm yeah. an actor. Like, that's <laughs> what I, I do for a living. Yeah. Like that's, I, I was like, I'll just go to the next audition. And you know, like, that's not how this works. Um, but so we were in this process and we're talking with her and, you know, you're getting information and I don't want to get too much into the details of what it was other than she was in Kansas. But then all of a sudden we get the call from her. She says she's having a boy and we were so excited. And then a day later, my husband called and he said, I think we're being scammed. I was like, what? And I, he said, look at this Facebook page. And we look at um, a, the her Facebook page and the picture of the sonogram is on her Facebook. Oh. So that's not really behavior of someone who's like, I'm choosing adoption and, right. you know, like to put it up. But we were like, but it said, now this is really into like social media weeds. It said it was from a year ago. Oh. And so we were like, is it a fake? And then, you know, you start oh, to get paranoid because right. you really don't have access to the information. We had never physically met her. We had not been in Kansas. We have to rely on people through phone conversations and emails and one Skype call. Yeah. And so it's the most vulnerable we've ever been in our life, right? So oh. we see this and it's like, we're trying to figure it out. And I'm like, why is this a year ago on her Facebook page? And I'm looking at what we were given I was like, did she doctor this? Like, I don't think this woman is in a position to doctor. This is not CSI, you know, like there's no way, you know. They don't so, have Photoshop in Kansas. <laughs> I mean, not possible. I am riveted by this, by the way. Too. I'm like, I, I, it's like I've a never, mystery. I've literally never told this story. So oh. I was like, well, this will be, a, this broke me. <laughs> Why mommy drinks exclusive. So, so, um. But I think it, I, I've told this story to people who are in the process. I think it's so important because the only reason that we got through adoption is because of all the people who have adopted and told us the, the hard parts of it, right? So she, I was, we're studying the Facebook page, like, what is this? And we realize it's her boyfriend. It's his profile picture. And that a year ago when they announced that they were together, they put that they were in a relationship. And this, see now, this is what I'm saying. This is like social media yeah. weeds here. So when you change your profile picture on Facebook and you have a wall of things that have happened, every time it's your face, whatever you've updated your picture to, it will change in the wall years before. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Right. So say like when your child was born yeah. and you announce it on Facebook, but yeah. it happened six years ago, yeah. right? And, but and you, you change make, your profile yeah. picture today. Yeah. When you go back to the announcement, if you scrolled through six years ago, it would be your picture from today. Oh, I see. Saying yes. that you had a baby. Right. Do you know oh, what I'm saying? I get it. Yes. So what happened was, is that she gave the, the sonogram picture to the birth father. Oh. And the birth father put it up as his profile picture. Whoa. And it was showing up a year ago because that's when they got that's together. When, right. But it was kind of like cats actually, out of the bag. Uh, you are talking oh. to this birth father. And we had been told that he was abusive and that 
he was completely out of the picture. So we were Ooh. like, oh, this isn't real. Like she, so it's not a scam. Yeah. But she still has feelings and this is not good. Yeah, if the birth father has a sonogram yeah, photo like of, of his son. It sounds like he's very sounds invested. Sounds like he wants to parent, right? Yeah. So we were like, okay, so they want to parent. We were uh, hearing one thing from her, yeah. but clearly this is not a situation, and we don't want to get too much more invested than, yeah. than three months at that point. Because you don't want your you don't right. want to break your heart. And there was still three months to go. That was like in late January, early February. And so then... The social workers in Kansas, who we didn't really know, they were like, oh, you can't abandon her. She will choose adoption. And we were like, I don't know. This is like pretty clear, right? There was like red flag all over it. And they were like, no, no, come to Kansas and you'll see. So we were like, you have this moment where you're like, are you going to walk away from your kid question mark you know and so we got on a plane and we were like this might be a complete waste of time it may hurt us but if you're wanting to be a parent you You gotta like yeah Yeah. you have to like get hurt yeah Yeah. and so we got on the plane we went to the city which i won't even say which one it was and um (laughs) Not that there are many, but, um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, when I'm from Ohio, it would look like a right. town in Ohio to me. Yeah. No shade. Um, no shade. Absolutely. Um, we get there at a diner and, um, and she came and talked to us for three hours. Wow. Lots of tears. Um, afraid of this guy. And we left there being like, Okay. She, we're gonna. This is gonna be okay. Um, we're gonna, we're gonna stand by her, and she's afraid. Maybe she was afraid of him, and she gave him the picture, and she never really explained what that was. But you're scared to ask, so you're just like, oh, oh, I don't want to offend you, and this is crazy. Oh, yeah. Like, um, that's so hard because you're you're in such an intimate relationship, uh, and yet she is a, essentially a stranger. Yeah, you don't know what sure. the boundaries mm-hmm. are and what's allowed. That's right. Hard. And she was, and she was in her 30s. You know, she wasn't someone who, and she had kids already. Okay. So, I mean, I'm just saying that to oh. say, like, this wasn't a teenager. This right. was someone who, you know, was our age. And, you know, we were trying to wow. have a, a conversation like we want to help. But also, like, what's what's going on? Yeah. Um, and she talked for three hours and we were le- we left there saying, like, OK, well, no matter what, we're going to see this through to the end. And um I was starting a TV show, American Princess, with you and a lot of other wonderful people. And I even got, like, time blocked off. The the 80s were so great and saying, we'll make sure that you can go fly to Kansas so you can um, meet your, your baby and be there for the birth. And that was, like, in June. And I was on set dressed as Shakespeare <laughs> two days before um, that that baby boy was supposed to be born. And I got a call saying that uh, she had changed her mind. Uh, yeah, I know not what you thought I was going to say. She changed her mind and that she had actually, they didn't know where she was. And they thought that she left the state and they were so sorry, but she's not going to choose adoption. And that was it. Oh my God. And so then they were like, okay, we need you back on set. <laughs> and I was in the scene with um, John Ross, 
Bowie. Bowie. And um, who yeah. plays? Wait, who was he to you? He was the man who broke your best friend's heart. Yes, yes. yeah. And we were having a fight. We were having a fight in the scene. Oh you know, God. trying to like. And I'll never forget that day. And I couldn't say anything because everyone was like, oh, we're so excited. You're going to go get your baby in two days, you know? And I had like the whole week off because I was about to get up, right? And probably if you talked about it, you would just cry and then you couldn't even Honestly, it wasn't even just for me. It was because I knew I would have poisoned anyone I told. Like, how could it? I was like, I'll get through this. I've been literally trained for a year to have this disappointment. I know what's going on inside of me. But uh, like Shauna, who is my my dear friend from doing that, who was who was playing the queen. Yes, Shauna um, Kofed. Yes. She's been on the show. Yeah. Yes, yeah. and who's you know was a mom, She's and we wonderful. talked so much about it up leading up to that. Um, I knew that if I told her, it would have you know we wouldn't have gotten through the day. That would have been a horrible yeah. thing to do. So at the end of the day, That's I very said gracious. I'm very sorry that I went up on my lines that one time. At the end of the day, I was like it was like really pushing it. I said, "We just found out we're not going to get the baby and that she's changed her mind." And of course, Sean was like, "Oh my god." And you know, I was able to leave set, be with my husband and we just didn't leave the house for a weekend, right? Came back and the, and the, everyone was so good to me and um and I remember, you know, uh, everyone just giving me me hugs who knew because it wasn't like everyone knew, but like people knew. And mm-hmm. so and Jamie Denbo, our our fearless leader and mom and awesome, funny woman, she was like, everyone's going to tell you, you know, that your baby's out there. And it's true. Like everyone goes, oh, you know, keep going. Your baby's out there. And you're like, yes, I know. But like shut the fuck up, yeah. you know, like it's yeah. one of those things. And Jamie was like, you know, I was going to tell you that I'm going to say, fuck that baby. Your, <laughs> ba- your baby's going to kick that baby's ass one day. <laughs> and I, I started laughing so hard, you know, and crying too. And it was exactly what I needed to hear. Aww. Just, I wanted someone to like be angry, you know, and yeah. like yeah. verbalize it for me. Cause I'm not good at being angry. And, and I was mad, you know, we felt like we'd been, we felt like we had been swindled and not by her at all, but by a system that we tried to say, Hey, this isn't going to happen. And they went, no, it is. Yeah. And so, you know, like all I can say is that I wish we would have trusted our gut more. However, after that, we waited for five more months and we didn't have one like profile sent to us. We didn't, we, it was like you, I would literally call up our lawyer and I'd be like, Hey, we have, you haven't sent us any options. And he goes, Oh, the summer's really slow. Did he really say he that? He said that just like my, just like an agent. Yeah, I know. I was like, no, 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 please don't you say know, things people, like that. People Baby, aren't giving up babies in the I summer. I was like, everyone's out of town. About? <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's not like a pilot seasonal. season doesn't exist. In <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's exactly. I couldn't believe my ears. Summer is slow. Summer is slow. I that was is like, hilarious. After it happened, I, you know, like we've invested six months of our life in this situation. So I was like, come on, just give us the next one, even if it's not great or we get hurt again. You need a rebound, I want baby. To like, yes. I wanted to like go in to get to just move on. Yeah. You know, but we didn't get anything. Then we had some situations that we were submitting ourselves to and getting rejected and that were real heartbreakers. And uh, Gerald went out of town um, about a year ago. He went to San Francisco 
and uh, he was visiting friends and he was actually um, going to try to get a new job. And he was like, I guess maybe I should just get a new job. And, you know, we got to like make some changes. Maybe a baby's not coming around as soon as we thought. And I called my mom uh, the morning of, of November 4th. And I said, mom, I'm usually really positive, but I have to tell you something. I'm just not positive. I'm going to just let go of this because I'm really upset that we don't have a kid yet. I really thought we'd have one by now. And I'm just tired of being um, optimistic. And she said, I'm going to pray to your aunts in heaven. I'll just pray. (laughs) And I was like, okay, fine. And I literally hung up with her. And an hour later on Sunday, November 4th, my social worker called and said, a baby boy has just been born an hour north of Los Angeles. Oh, I have like chills. Yeah. <laughs> and she, and uh, would you want to be submitted to be? And I said, yes, we're ready. We have all the stuff. I mean, we had the baby bottles, uh, everything sitting in our house for five months for the baby before. And so um, I texted my mom and I was like, keep praying. <laughs> and I called Gerald, who was taking the train from, from San Francisco back and I told him, and we were like, well, that, that's, that, that would be too good to be true. Like, if the baby was just here, like, we wouldn't have to, like, go through There's all no this. Like, waiting he would, in one Yeah, day. like, he's just here? That would be crazy. And at <laughs> 3 o'clock, she called and said, they picked you. Come right now. Holy and fucking so shit. And so I got in my car. I literally grabbed a backpack and started grabbing the shit that was lying around the house for five months. Didn't And of course, Gerald's the type A who, who like knew what everything was. I grabbed like, I grabbed stuff for like 18 month old. I grabbed a teether. The, nur- the nurses made fun of me because I had a teether. They were like, oh no, you don't. You don't need that, sir. I didn't know. I was panicked. And oh luckily, God. like I, it's like it's like when you're leaving yes. to go to the hospital yes. and you're in labor, but you didn't even know you were pregnant. Exactly. <laughs> so I jump in the car and drive, and I tell Gerald, like I'm like they picked us, and he's sobbing by himself on a train <laughs> car back because he wanted to take the long view, yeah. you know, oh, like yeah, take he the, took the ocean liner. Yes, back. he took the ocean liner back. It takes twelve hours, and so. I'm driving to the hospital. I call my mom and tell her, and you know, we're still just like, we're still guarded, mm-hmm. you know. And um, I went in and uh, met um, two, uh, a couple of uh, teenagers, and and told them I was gonna spend the rest of my life making this day that was so hard for them a, a good day that I would think of it forever and be thinking of them. And went up and at 530, uh, five hours after he was born, I held Jimmy in my arms and fed him. He was his second feeding ever. And Gerald got there at eight o'clock. He like practically (laughs) jumped out of the train and took an Uber. Um, And... uh, and, and all the paperwork was signed like two days later. But then you still have to wait like two weeks for everything to be finalized. And uh, by Thanksgiving, we could announce to everyone that we had a son. And a year later, we finalized the adoption. It took like another four visits of the social worker coming and making sure that we're good parents and um, making sure our new home was okay and like all this, all these other things. And then you go before a judge and uh, the judge... Put their stamp on on the piece of paper. And I saw those pictures on social yeah, media. Just, yeah, y- your family why, smiling with a judge. It yeah. was so lovely. Yeah, it was really great. Like we got we got there and we didn't know what to expect, but it was a really 
really beautiful day. Um, uneventful and so eventful, you know, yeah. like just so casual for everybody there. Cause it's, you know, they, they literally have like hundreds of teddy bears and they just like give every kid a teddy bear as they come in so that they have something to focus <laughs> oh. on, which is so sweet. Oh. Um, but it's family court. So, you know, there's lots of kids there and yeah. some are happy situations. Yeah. So, um, it was, it was great. You know And I mean? That's why like on his first birthday, we were like, we're not going to be those LA parents throwing crazy parties. We're like, bring in Sergio. We're going to Disneyland. You know, this is the best kid ever. And that's why like, like I look, I, I was try I really tried. I was like, I don't want to be a lame and be like, oh my God, this year has been amazing. Even at 3am when he's pooping yeah. in my hands, but yeah. it's going to wear off. I know, but after the journey to get to this year, it's like every time he's pooping in my hands, I want to get on my knees and say, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Because it really just didn't look like it was going to happen for a while there. But, um, but you know, we're still going crazy with him a lot. I'm exhausted. <laughs> I am so tired. I have never been this kind of tired, whatever this kind of tired is in my whole life. Um, yeah. But it's, it's awesome. That's oh such a great story. God. I love it so much. Thank you for sharing it. Yeah, oh, that was beautiful. Good. Thank good. you. Well, I hope it was it was a good kind of story. <laughs> I was like, it was oh. amazing. I don't think both I cried like, at a story. Up. Yeah, I don't think I've cried in a long, <laughs> been a long time. And now, yeah, no one's been no one's come on our show to talk about that sort of thing before. So it was really lovely to yeah. hear you talk about. And I that. have friends yeah. that are going through the process right now, yeah. and mm-hmm. they're just in it, and it's. Just it's hard. Oh, it's so, so you know, hard. I just can't wait for her to tell me, like, uh, I'm not coming back to work for a couple months. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. You know, like, I can't wait. Yeah. But, yeah. The thing is, is that, like, I have to say, like, that, that five-month period where we were waiting, we were like, adoption doesn't work. Yeah. 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 This is ridiculous. Oh, you adopted a kid? I think you're lying. You know, like, <laughs> it's like... It doesn't seem possible. Yeah. It seems like it can't work out for you or anyone else. And then it does. And you're like, this is the greatest thing ever. You know, like we feel very privileged to get to have the story that we have, you know, Mm -hmm. and whatever your child's story is when you're adopting or, you know, giving birth, it's your story. So it's awesome. Yeah. But you know, I, I think that my my husband and I, for as difficult as that was, we are so glad that we adopted and we're and we you know hope to do it again one day. It's funny though; people are you know, of course, they always ask like, "Are you going to have another? Are you going to have another?" And yeah, of course, we want a lot of kids. But did you did you hear what I just told yeah. you? <laughs> like, yeah. That was not like oh, we went to the store and picked up a child. Yeah. We didn't just sign a form and they gave a child to us. This is like a privilege that we we get to raise yeah. this baby boy. And so if we get the privilege of having another child in our life, we'll be thrilled. Yeah. And then crying. <laughs> you know? Because <laughs> like, 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 I, I don't know. We're like just figuring out, figuring out one, two, three ladies. Yeah, a- My God. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. It yeah. is. I mean, it's so crazy we had to make a, a podcast. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> yep. Oh man, uh, Rory, is there anything that you? Uh, where can people find you? Is there anything you want people to check out? Uh, you know, I'm I'm always out and about on on the boards. Uh, I, I have I have a, an episode of Modern Family coming out on Thanksgiving. Oh, very um, fun. I mean, you know, I'm one of the gays. One of the uh, oh. one of Mitch and Cam's friends, mm-hmm. um, and uh, That's awesome. I, a Grace and Frankie episode, yeah. and um, and and then I have my my podcast that I host for the Geffen Playhouse, the Geffen Playhouse Unscripted. We talk to uh, folks who are performing at the Geffen Playhouse, but we also have like artists that that come through just to talk to artists about the intersection of like Hollywood and and Broadway and stage. We just had like Danny Elfman on to talk Whoa. about his career and. Yeah, it's been a really nice. I, I've done podcasting with actors before, um, and getting to do it with the Gavin has been really, really great. Getting to a lot of great people come through their theater. And what's that podcast called? One more time, the Gavin Playhouse unscripted <laughs> we have no scripts at this podcast wow i mean a most po- okay um, <laughs> that's awesome that sounds great so check those out oh modern family oh i, f- I keep forgetting there's a new season i gotta yeah dig it's in. the final one isn't it the it's the final, final season oh um hey if you like the show please subscribe and you know it's a free show so a way that you can pay us is to rate it and review it. Yep. And if you like it, uh, make sure to tell your friends about it. Tell everybody, mm-hmm. especially tell your mom group. Mm-hmm. Please follow us on Twitter at Mommy Drinks Show and on Instagram at Why Mommy Drinks Podcast. Like us on Facebook. Yeah, join our Facebook group. We have a great Facebook group, That's My right. Mommy Drinks. That's right. It's a whole community of listeners. It's super fun. It's super supportive. Also, send us your parenting nightmares. Send us your shit shows. Email them to us at whymommydrinkspodcast at gmail.com. And you can leave a message on our hotline. Uh, copy with your shit show. 424-279-884. Hey, Rory. Yeah. You're doing a great job. Oh, thank you. Great job. Thank you, ladies. Out mm-hmm. there. And you're doing a great job, Amanda. Mm-hmm. That was hard. I'm just take it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Thank you. That was rough. That was some rough parenting stuff you had to do yeah. wrestling a kid getting earring out while they screamed and kicked you in the leg yeah and it, you're doing a great job thank you being uh, you know taming the hulk yeah boy hulk mom mad <laughs> you must meditate yeah <laughs> come on hulk yeah. get on this rainbow <laughs> <laughs> Slide uh, down it with your unicorn. I can't, I can't. Uh, so you might find yourself uh, bear hugging your kid and forcing him to meditate in order to get him to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> or bear hugging your kid and forcing her to take her earring out. Or bear hugging your kid because he just turned one and you have some awesome tacos that you're going to eat in the backyard. With some yeah. 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 Know that you are doing a great job. My mommy drinks. 
Hi folks, Sean Watkins here. I'm here to tell you about my podcast slash album called This Is Who We Are. That's right, it's a podcast and a record, all rolled into one. Each episode features one song off the record paired up with a conversation with a guest who is related to that song in some way. Guests include Jackson Brown, Inara George, Kate Micucci, and the conversations aren't about these songs specifically. The songs just serve as sort of a topical springboard that hopefully will lend a little context to this new album of mine. Sort of like a modern day version of liner notes, only much more personal. The podcast and the album are both called This Is Who We Are. Check it out wherever you get your podcasts.